I'm talking simply on the supernatural life. How do we walk in that realm? Are you hearing me? In Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. The angel said to Zechariah. He said this is the word of God unto Zerubbabel. Not by might. Not by power. But by my spirit. Sayeth the Lord of us. I want to say to somebody. What your might cannot do. By the spirit you will do this year. What education cannot give you. By the Holy Ghost you will have it this year. What your family background could not deliver into your head. By the Holy Ghost you will have it this year. What your beauty and talent could not give to you. By the Holy Ghost you will have it this year. He said, it's not by might or by power. I came to announce to somebody today, the struggles of our effort has ended today. The toiling of destiny has ended this year. What you labored and could not get by your ability, Jehovah give you on the platter of favor. If I hear your voice, take your portion. Don't let anybody deceive you. There is no high achievement on earth without an element of favor. There is no high achievement on earth without an element of favor. Anybody whose life looks over planned and talks about the plan as if he planned it and walked it is a liar. Many times your plan doesn't survive the first month. You are not hearing me. One of America's greatest generals. He said every general has a war plan. He said but he never survives the first combat. You have a war plan. But he never survives the first combat. Because as you are facing the enemy. You find that he has a strategy too. Every coach knows how he wants the team to play. Until the match begins. It takes an element of something supernatural. Lift up your hand. All your plan for 2018. I speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. You will exceed your expectation. You will go beyond your prayer. You will go beyond your consecration. You will go beyond your dreams. If I hear your amen, take double what I spoke. But he said, it's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit. So sir, if you didn't know how to get there, don't worry me too, I don't know. If you are one of those who don't have a clear life plan, Believe me, me too, I don't have. I know all the professors of uh, 
you know, success have taught you about how to plan, how to program, how to envision, how to conceptualize, how to work a daily growth plan so you can go from A to B to C. I tried. It didn't work. I discovered there's something called unforeseen circumstances. Maybe I'm talking to a wrong person. I discovered there are some things called unforeseen circumstances. Why your planning life is on planning. And I said, how do you get there? And he said to me, it's not by power. It's not by might. But by my spirit. Lift your hand above your head. By the spirit today, you will get to where you are going to. Have you ever had a dream bigger than your natural capability? The angel met Mary in Luke chapter 1 and said to Mary, you are going to have a baby. Mary said, angel, to have a baby, man must meet woman. I'm only a woman. We are the man. He said, no man is coming. He said, how will this thing be? He said, it's not by might. It's not by power. It's by my spirit. He said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. And you will be born outside the natural process. There is something that comes upon a man. You deliver results outside natural process. Can I preach in this house? I feel it. There is something that comes upon a man. You deliver results outside natural process. This is why people who think too much for themselves don't go far with God. He said, he said calm down Mary. There's a hand that comes upon you and you go born without a man. There's a hand that comes upon you and without fallopian tube, you're born with Philippian tube. Uh, can, can I talk to somebody here today? There's a hand that comes upon a man. Hello? The other day you had a lady testify. They said to her at the end of seven months when she was bleeding that don't bleak her cord has caught. And they called me from Abuja. And I said, unbleak her cord or no unbleak her cord. Your baby will stay nine months and be born. And you saw the baby in the second service. With or without umbilical cord, God supplied. Baby stayed. Lift your hand above your head. As I speak over you today, by the power of the resurrected Christ, every mystery that held your destiny down, the Holy Ghost will handle it today. I said the Holy Ghost will handle it today. What happens when the Holy Ghost takes over? Because we're talking about the supernatural life. Number one, spirituality becomes normality. When the Holy Ghost takes over, spirituality becomes normality. You cannot have the Holy Ghost and struggle to serve God. You cannot have the Holy Ghost and Christianity is a burden. What you got is a counterfeit. Anybody talking in tongues who struggles to obey God 
struggles to go to church, struggles to give, struggles to live a good life is not having a holy ghost, is having a devil ghost. Can I preach in this house? You have a counterfeit, not original. In Psalm 110 verse 3, it said, Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. So when power comes, willingness follows. It's a rebellion is as witchcraft. So when you say you have a Holy Ghost and you're living a rebellious life, I know the spirit in you is called witchcraft. When a man has the Holy Spirit, small, small quarrels naturally die in your hope. He said the fruit of the Spirit are these. And they began to list them in Galatians chapter 6. Come on, are you hearing me here? He said the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22. He began to list them. Let me show you. He didn't say fruits. He said fruit. One fruit. <laughs> are you hearing me? But the fruit of the spirit. Only one fruit. Only one spirit. So, anybody that is connected to that spirit has all of this packaged in. If it's not in you, you don't have the Holy Ghost. You have a devil ghost. If your marriage is full of fighting and quarrel and unforgiveness, check this level. For the fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, is peace, is long-suffering, is gentleness, is goodness, is faith, is meekness, is temperance, Against such. When the spirit is in you. Spirituality becomes normality. You don't pray for five hours to forgive an offense. You don't carry bitterness for ten years. You don't keep counting what was done against you fifteen years ago. Spirituality becomes normality. The proof that a man is filled with the Holy Ghost is not that he saw vision. Is that there's something in you that produces fruit? It didn't say by their vision you shall know them. It said by their fruit. I say fruit. Do you hear English? <laughs> Lift up your hand and say, Father. Can I allow the Father? receive grace to carry this fruit. Can I hear amen like thunder? So if you have a tendency to run people down, a tendency to walk in bitterness, a tendency to get angry and unforgiving, a tendency to be very impatient, a tendency not to submit, I need you to encounter the Holy Ghost tonight so that spirituality can become normality. The reason people in church live like every unbeliever outside is that nobody told them that power and person are not the same. Many men have power, few have the person. 
I can give you a gift. But until I give you a ring, we are not one. I bought you a car. No problem. There are men who have built houses for their girlfriends. But they are not one. That the Holy Ghost gave you a gift and that the Holy Ghost and you are connected and not the same. Lift your hand above your head. From this night, let spirituality become normality for you. Let every power of darkness be broken over your character, over your attitude, over your religiosity, over your worship of God. When your enemy rises, take a destiny lifting. When we talk about spirituality become normality, it includes going to church. I was glad when they said to me, let us go. <laughs> I wasn't dodging the going. I was excited. Something in me lived for joy when they announced the meeting. I was glad. When they, they didn't force me, they were calling me home. Spirituality becomes normality. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than be chairman of vocation in the house of wickedness. Spirituality becomes normality. If you hear me say yes. When spirit, you wake up in the morning, the first thing in your heart is God first. He said in the morning, rising up a great while before the, he went out and departed into a solitary place and they are praying. Nobody notified him. He notified himself. David said, oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you. My soul thirsted for you. My heart longed for you. My flesh is longing in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. Spirituality becomes normality. When the Holy Ghost is there, prayer is not dry. He said, for the Spirit of God, help it our infirmity. For we don't know how to pray as we ought to. But the Spirit himself, help it us with groanings that cannot be uttered. When the Spirit is there, spirituality becomes normality. Can I talk to somebody here today? So don't tell me you have the Holy Ghost and you are struggling to be a child of God. Faith becomes normal. Because one of the fruits of the Spirit is faith. One of the gifts of the Spirit is faith. So where would unbelief come from? How will you struggle to believe God? Everywhere I lift up your right hand. Let me hear say from today. Can I allow that from today? The Holy Ghost takes over my life. Can everywhere I wave your hand and shout hallelujah? Hear me? Spirituality becomes normality includes evangelism. I mean, when that young man gave that testimony a few days ago, his passion touched me. He saw another church. He has never been to Gateway. He saw the members giving our handbills. He said he saw them doing it with swag. So he said, can you give me more? He carried the handbill and started distributing. There are people who claim to be members who didn't give one. There was a young man out there who was not a member who God looked from heaven. The angel that was on that assignment radioed heaven immediately. He said, something strange happened here. Can you look at this man with favor? And heaven said, I sign. 
Spirituality, you, 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 you can't afford to see your brother go to hell. You can't afford to see your sister go to hell. You are relating with anybody. The first question is, is he born again? You want to get married, is he born again? Spirituality becomes normality. It's not, does he have a car? Does he have a job? Does he have a house? Does he have a father who is a millionaire? Is he connected to the governor? You are asking, is this guy born again? Spirituality becomes normality. Something, when a man has a Holy Ghost, there are many tongue talkers who have a devil ghost. And today, God will evacuate you of that rubbish and put the right one. When I hear your amen, take your portion. If what is flowing from you is not rivers of living water, then it's rivers of dead water. Lift your hand high. Can I preach here? Brothers and sisters, you know what I'm saying. That there are people you know who talk in tongues who are not born again. <laughs> what, what I'm saying, is that true? You know, you know, and you know whether you are one. Hey, Dakoto Logada. Hey! Somebody lift your hand above your head. I speak over you today. Let a new river enter your spirit. Let spirituality become normality. Can I hear your amen? Just begin to preach the gospel. You begin to love the people of God. You begin to love the church of God. You begin to be excited about the growth of the church. When the Holy Ghost takes over, spirituality becomes normality. If you help me say yes. You wake up, you learn songs, you sing them. Worship just flows out of your spirit. Seamlessly, effortlessly. You are in your shower, you are singing. You are in the car, you are singing. Your children know you. Come on, are you hearing me? There are some mornings I wake up and I start singing a song. And I remember my own father. Because the song I'm singing, you, if I sing it now, you, you have never heard it before. Ancient song. But Papa used to sing it. And I caught it from him. Am I talking to somebody here today? I came to say to somebody here today, from this night, out of your belly, rivers will flow. Oh, I wish I can hear amen from somebody else. What happens when the Holy Ghost takes over? Spirituality dominates reality. When the Holy Ghost comes, mountains become plains. Obstacles become non-issues. Where others say there's a casting down, you say there's a lifting up. Your spirituality dominates your reality. If you hear me say yes. When he said in John chapter 7, 37 to 39, he said, if any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He that believes on me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall do what? Flow. Rivers of living water. He said he spoke about the Holy Ghost. Then you go to Ezekiel 47. And Ezekiel said the water began to flow. And anywhere the river went, anything that was dead came alive. I see the river in you causing things to come alive. Every business will come alive. Every career will come alive. Every relationship will come alive. Tonight, your spirituality will dominate your reality. When I hear your amen, take your portion. Sir, when
when the Holy Ghost takes over, sickness goes over. Why? Spirituality dominates reality. In Romans chapter 8, he said, if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwell in you, hey, hey, somebody say, he's dwelling in me. Say, body, he's dwelling in me. No, no. If he dwells in you, what will he do? He said, if the spirit of Romans chapter 8, verse 11, that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken, vitalize, cause to come alive, energize, charge up, heal and set free your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwells in you. Is anybody hearing me here today? So there is no chance of you living here with sickness. I can't hear you. Amen. There is no chance of you living here with barrenness. There's no chance of you living here with pain. When I hear your amen, take your posture. Lift your hand and say, my spirituality will dominate. My reality, my spirituality will dominate. My reality. Ah. Dry head leads to a dry life. But when there's oil on the head, Thou anointest my head with oil. Listen, listen. It is impossible to encounter the Holy Ghost and live a wilderness life. I want you to listen to me. Stop hearing religion. Listen to the word of God. It's impossible to encounter the Holy Ghost and live a wilderness life. Thou anointest my head with oil. And poverty dies. I came tonight to announce to somebody. By the end of this meeting tonight. By this encounter, your cup will run over. I say your cup will run over. Your spirituality will dominate your reality. That business that was done will rise up again. Somebody shall drive us, we rise again. You will go and find out that it's possible to be the best. I can't hear your amen. You will go and find out that you can write exams and God wrote it for you. You will go and find out that as you're approaching, doors are opening. When he comes, spirituality dominates reality. People are looking at you and wondering, how is he doing it? How is she doing it? With all the pressure around her. And she's still flying. Wow. God is good though. That will be your story. I said that will be your story. He said, when the spirit is poured upon us from my high, Isaiah chapter 32, verse 15, he said, the wilderness will become a fruitful field, and the fruitful field will become a forest. When the spirit comes, wilderness becomes a fruitful field. Sir, Holy Ghost is not just a tongue. Holy Ghost is a tongue wilderness to fruitful field. Believe me, millionaires are rising out of this meeting tonight. must die. Your spirituality dominates your reality. Are you hearing me? That when they say this as an obstacle, he said to Zerubbabel, he said, who are thou? Oh, great mountain, before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plague. Now, now, what you read many times, and that's some people who don't mark the commands and all the full stops in the Bible, they just keep reading. 
the, you know what they read? It says, who are thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? That's not what the Bible says. It says, who are thou, O great mountain, comma, before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain. So, for other people, it's a great mountain. But for this man filled with the Holy Ghost, it's a plain. What was mountain to other people? Look at it, look at it, look at it. Who are thou, O great mountain? Did you see it? Come on, did you see it? You, are you here? Did you see that there? So he said, now, before Zerubbabel. So what was a great mountain for your friend? The political mountain. The economic mountain. The marital mountain. That destiny mountain. Every other person says it's impossible. He said, but before you, they can't locate mountain. You didn't hear me. They said, he has cancer. He said, is that so? He said, yes. He said, then let's talk to God about it. They said, this one is dangerous kind of. This carcinoma, it kills very fast. You said, let's talk to God about it. And then, while they are watching, before Zerubbabel, the mountain has become in play. What killed your neighbor becomes your testimony. No, you didn't hear. Because your testimony. Look at the stories people tell in Gateway. About how they raise the dead as if it's normal. What I'm saying, is that true here? He said, they call me. I go there and I lock up. And I put all my equipments on the person. And I pray for 30 minutes, for one hour, for two hours. And then, ting, the person gets up. And it looks so normal. Brothers and sisters, can I talk to somebody here today? It's not normal. It's that when you get, are you here? When the Holy Ghost takes over, your spirituality dominates your reality. Your pocket is no longer in control. Your spirit controls your pocket. You don't build a house based on your pocket. You build a house based on his resources in glory by Christ Jesus. They say, this, ah, you can't afford it. You say, I can't, no. They say, how are you going to pay you behave like the brother who went to look for a house in London, Noboba. You remember the brother? When I said, everybody must have a house. Everybody must buy a land. Bro, unemployed, went to get a land in Noboba. You know, there are members of Gateway, and there are people who sit down in church. I said there are members, and there are people who sit down in church. This one was a member. Because a father who is a lion, no goborn toad. <laughs> Are you hearing me? The man went to Mboba. As an unemployed man, as I looking for land. <laughs> he said, my father said, all of us must buy land. He saw one, negotiated. How he got money to pay Bush entry, I don't know. He gave them Bush entry. And then told them the time was going to come. At the time we reached, it was passing, money wasn't coming. He sent me a text. He said, Papa, I obeyed you. <laughs> Speak a word. And you know I will speak a word. And I spoke a word. And I called the thing that be not as though they were. 
Long story short, a friend of his that got a contract supplied the contract to him. And he was paid on the Friday before the day he gave to the people. And the money was the money he needed to pay for the land fully. I went there and dropped a check. Unemployed and bought a land. Spirituality has dominated reality. Am I talking to somebody here today? That's what it means to carry the Holy Ghost. No, they told you something is wrong. And just die. How? They say in this office, look at this issue. In this one, look at this issue. In this one, look at this issue. What of the sister and the brother the other time they say to? Many of you had their testimony. That their baby will be born and that uh, the brain has a problem. Huh? They had a choice of aborting the baby. They stayed and carried the baby to full time. And they showed you the baby. The eye was seen. The leg was here. The hand was there. Everything the doctor saw by the last day of delivery was not seen. Why? Spirituality dominated reality. That is what it means to carry the Holy Ghost. That's what it means to live the supernatural life. Lift your hand above your head. From today, you are supernatural life again. What happens? When you begin to live the supernatural life, your spirituality multiplies capability. Brothers and sisters, you cannot be living in the supernatural and not live superior to the natural. It's impossible. I want you to hear me, child of God. Can I preach here? You have been in church too long. The church has corrupted your Christianity. Please turn here now. Let's go back to the Holy Ghost. If you hear me, say yes. If you walk in the supernatural, it will multiply your life capabilities. Saul had no capability to be a king. But he walked into the company of prophets and began to prophesy with them and was turned into another man. And whatever he took to sit in the palace were handed to him. Capacities and capabilities were multiplied. That will be your story. The Bible says, and Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom because Moses laid hand on him and Israel had come to him. A man, he used to be uh, working at uh, Elf, an accountant. The wife is a lawyer. They are living at Mboba here. And their son, Brilliant chap. Hello? The man himself is 2-1 first class material. The wife is 2-1 first class material. I mean, in their brain. And they have this child that was taken first from behind. Every time they take exam in class, their boy will be first when you start from behind. And they were concerned. And when the father said to me, Pastor, please, can you come to the house? 
I went to his house. They finished making food. And I would finish eating and I let, he said, lay hands on my son. His brain must change. I said, no problem. I just laid hands on him and I walked away. And the next exam, they finished writing the exam and released the exam results and refused to release his own. Other students were giving their own papers and they refused to give him. The father asked for, they say, wait until school resumes. School resumed. They called him. They said, why are you holding my son's well? He said, no, he has to rewrite. So, they brought him and put him in the staff room and reset an exam for him. And he wrote the exam. You know why? When he wrote this one, he caught 100% in everything. <laughs> they had to sit him down to write again. The boy that was last in a class of almost 20-something persons was now first. In every subject, in that, so they had to sit him in the exam hall to watch him to see whether he did expo. Why? One hand laid on him, rearrange his mentality. Am I talking to somebody here today? I speak over you by the Holy Ghost today. The supernatural in you will multiply your capability. When I hear your amen, go to a higher level. Capabilities multiply. It was a supernatural that made Daniel ten times better than a competitor. How can you tell me you are not creative? How can you tell me you don't have ideas? How can you tell me you cannot multitask? How can you tell me you cannot do ten, five jobs and succeed? You can be a civil servant and run a business. You can do this and do that and be a whole wife and all of that. And still be in school. As he succeed in all of them. Why? The supernatural multiplies your capabilities. How can you be sitting in church? Five years, seven years, ten years, no results. Can I talk? Tonight something is changing. You say, well, you know, I told you of the brother. He's no longer with us in Gateway. He has his own ministry. My wife knows him. Pastor Matthew and the rest of the pastors know him. Brother Sonny was selling uh, rice and beans and my turret. Brother Sonny never went to school one day in his life. I don't mean he went and stopped. He didn't have the opportunity of primary one to talk of nursery school. And Brother Sonny came to me one day and said, Pastor, I can't read. I can't write. He said, he's making me ashamed. And I laid hands on him. And I asked somebody to start mentoring him and all that. Brothers and sisters, in six months, Brother Sonny is blowing grammar and writing correct, pure English and became my assistant in deliverance. And you say, what is going on here? If you see Brother Sonny today wearing coat and preaching, he needs interpreter. Many of you here know Brother Sonny. You know what I'm talking about. What happened to him? When the supernatural comes, your mentality is enlarged. You can't have the all-wise God in you and be the all-foolish man. 
So failure is no longer an option. How can a businessman like you stay for two years, no new idea? He said, I don't know what to do. Things are going down. I don't know what to do. I don't, did they tie you rope? Are you tied? Are you a tree? If I had a born, they come here now. If the tree, they here, you no know, go fit wrong. But if a man, they here, man go fit wrong. If an animal, they here, animal go fit wrong. Are you a tree? Economy is changing, no idea. Life is changing, no idea. The business you are doing is about to face doubt, no idea. You don't know what to do. Did I plant you on the ground? Every blind, rocking idea, I fire power into the bread. I fire power into the bread. I fire power into the bread. The Bible never said they are poor because they are oppressed. It said they are poor because they are foolish. Poverty is tied to foolishness. Listen, when the anointing comes upon you, spirituality multiplies capability. He said, and the hand of God came upon Elijah and he began to run and run and outrun the chariots of the king. There are people that started 17 years ago. This year you will outrun them. Spirituality multiplies your capability. Stop looking at people and envying them. And say you cannot become, you cannot be listening. You can succeed. You can achieve more than the people you are celebrating right now. Who told you you must die a counselor? Why don't you try house of assembly? You say, I don't have a sponsor. I will sponsor you. Come. Nonsense. Haven't you heard of Jehovah before? God will connect you to somebody that 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 will connect you to where you are going to. Spirituality multiplies capacity. It was in this church. A young boy here, less than 26, was on the internet and was chatting with a man on Facebook and the man is a manufacturer in Germany. Out of the discussion, the man told him he's coming to Ghana to do an exhibition. And this boy paid transport in road, traveled from here to Ghana, was in the exhibition. And the man looked at him and said, you came here? He said, young man, what will I do for you? I think it's in the Lagos church now. I think he said, what, what will I do for you? He said, I can't give you money. But if you go back to your city, he said, I've never been to Nigeria before. This thing I produce for the medical industry. I take it around Africa and Niger around the world. And business, but I've never been to Nigeria. He said, you're not a medical professional. He said, but if you go to your city, and talk to some doctors. And I can come to your city and do a medical exhibition. After that, I will help you start a business. It looked like a joke. He came here, spoke to a few persons. And as God will have it, some doctors accepted, some people accepted. And the man came. And the medical seminar in Presidential Hotel was a success. He paid for everything and came. And the place was jammed and it was a success. And while the man was leaving Nigeria, he left him things worth 15 million. 
to start life with. In this church. How can you tell me that God can't sponsor you? Can you lift your hand above your head? As I speak today, every power holding you down, die in the name of Jesus Christ. Spirituality multiplies capability. Anybody in Gateway that dies small chose to lift your hand above and shout, I won't die small. When a man is anointed, he takes five loaves and two fish and they begin to multiply. Little becomes much. Little becomes much. Little becomes much. Hello. Remember the brother that was giving a testimony about his uh, tile that was on a trailer, 14 foot something, and wanted to fall and hung on the air. Anyone remember him? Can you imagine a, 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 a what do you call it, 14 foot container? On top of a truck, and it's bent over and didn't fall. Only power can keep it there. And God delivered him. And while he was giving the testimony, I asked him, When did you start your business? How did you start? And he told you that the first money he used to start business was 50,000 I gave him many years ago. And from 50,000 of carrying things in the hand, he's bringing in 14 foot ton container. Because spirituality multiplies capability. Stop talking rubbish and face God. And believe that greatness can speak for you. You are not the most cursed person on earth. I came today to announce. Can I preach here? Everybody hearing my voice before this year is over. You're counting millions and billions. Believe for something. Believe for something. It multiplies it. That's why the Holy Ghost comes. When the Spirit comes, spirituality multiplies capability. You are doing so many things. People that said you won't pass the exam see you coming out better than them. You write the exam by the anointing. The one you fail, God will write. You didn't hear me. I have proven to you that heaven doesn't care about that one. By the brother that testified that all his papers are upgraded. Instead of third class, he's coming out with two, one or one better. <laughs> can I preach here? Can you lift your hand above your head? As I speak over you today, whatever mystery kept you down, the Lord destroy it now. What happens when the Holy Ghost takes over? Spirituality demonstrates divinity. In Acts 1 verse 8, it says you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you shall become my witnesses. A witness is a man that produces evidence. Not a man carrying a bag and coming to say awake. It's a man. Somebody say evidence. Can I say evidence? Everybody look up here. The God we serve is not explained. The God we serve is demonstrated. You didn't hear me. If you hear me, say yes. Moses said to him, When I go to Pharaoh, the 
will ask me, who sent you? God said, you don't need to answer too much. Tell them I am sent you. Moses said, I can't go with that one. God said, now take this rod. When you go there and they question the I am that sent you, drop a rod on the ground, you will see result. If you hear me, say yes. When they were arguing who the true priest was, God said, all of you that look like priests, you know there are people that look like pastors, they have a good voice, they have baritone voice, and good control and coordination of grammar. When they speak like this, it's oratorical. Every of their, every of their things is phonetically accurate. It's not in the grammar. The gospel of Jesus is not with enticing words of mass wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of the power of God. That your faith does not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Is anybody hearing my voice here today? Jesus said, I and my father are one. And they picked up stones to stone him. And Jesus said, excuse me, under the cross. I said, I and my father are one. They said, yes, you blaspheme. How can you say you are equal to God? And Jesus said to them, he said, if I do not the works of him that sent me, he said, don't believe me. But if I do the works, he said, even if you don't believe my theology, believe my workology. Are you hearing me here today? Lift your hand above your head. By the time you are living here today, you will be a proof producer everywhere you go to. When they came to the beautiful gate and they met a man that was lame from the mother's womb, 40 years, Peter and John did not settle down to explain to him all the Bible theories. They didn't say, sit down, sir. We need to talk about the incarnation. And we need to talk about the new creation. We need to talk about the mystery of the atonement. We need to speak about the coming of the new tabernacle. We need to understand sanctification. We need to understand the spiritual formation that goes with the new birth. We need to understand the eschatological content. There was nothing like that. They say, silver and gold we don't have. But there is something we have. Yakoto Logodaya. As you live here now, you will have something in your head. He said, we don't have money. We don't have any other thing. But there's something we have. He said, we have a name. A name that's above every name. He said, at the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And when the thing hit the man, the man got up and walked. Hey! They entered the temple. Brothers and sisters, there was a high priest in that temple who has been seeing that man and ignoring him. There were Levites in that temple. They saw the man come and arrested the boys that did the miracle because they were not in the ecclesiastical clergy. Can I preach in this house? <laughs> And they sat in the Sanhedrin to judge their case. And when Peter and John appeared, and they asked them about all the Pharisee cartoons they teach, and they didn't understand anyone. They didn't know all the things that Moses taught. 
Pharisees, Peter and John were not there. They were fishermen. They looked at them and said, these guys are idiots. He said, but, but, he said, he said when, they, when, when they observed them and saw that they were unlearned and ignorant men, I told you that word unlearned and ignorant came from one Greek word called idiotis, from where you get the English word idiot. So he said they sat down and examined them and found that these guys are actually idiots. So they didn't go to school. He said, but they took knowledge of them and found that they had been with Jesus. When an idiot stays with Jesus, where he at? Hey! Come on, somebody shout fire! When an idiot stays with Jesus, where he comes, he will bamboozle a generation. They took knowledge of him and found out they had been with Jesus. Ah, they said, leave them alone. No, these are Jesus people. No. Their spirituality was revealing divinity. There was a God nature showing up in them. Sir, the reason God brought you to Gateway is not for me to help you get a miracle. It's for me to make you your own native doctor. That anywhere you are found, listen, Gateway is not a church of people who are hunting for prophets. Gateway is a church of people who want to be prophets. I and the children whom the Lord has given to me, we are for signs, we are for wonders. Any church you go to where only the man of God can walk miracle, the man swallow something. If what he is holding is from the Bible, everybody will share it. Because we are reading the same Bible. So if you work for A, it will work for B. I came today to announce to you, anywhere you are found, you will be for sign and for wonder. It will produce evidence anywhere you are found. Sickness will go where you appear. Bondage will go when you appear. Evil will disappear when you appear. Chains will break when you appear. Can I hear you shout fire? Did you hear me? Because I want you to leave here now and tell them the God that answers by fire. Let him be the God. That's what happens when the Holy Ghost takes over. You are no longer a baby. I said, when the Holy Ghost takes over, number one, your spirituality becomes normality. Number two, your spirituality dominates your reality. Number three, your spirituality multiplies your capability. Number four, your spirituality demonstrates divinity. Anywhere you are found, God is demonstrated. Don't be a child here and be foolish. Come on, are you with me? I told you many years ago, I wasn't a preacher. I was a student in university. My stepmother had been sick of chronic bronchitis. Blood is coming out of her mouth and nose consistently. They will put a bowl for her. And before the evening, she has filled the bowl with blood. The doctors have discharged her from the hospital. And I sent her home to die at home. Because there was no medical solution. And I came in that day from school. Why I came back home, my father... And my uncle were discussing. And I said, this boy, school, church has taken him over. I went to Lagos for a retreat. And I came back. And I heard they were talking about me. And they were angry. So, I got home. I didn't know she was sick. Nobody had told me. 
I came in there. I saw her lying down on a mat in the parlor. And just the pro rag, the a smaller cloth over her. And I said, what happened? My dad said, I didn't want to disturb you. I didn't want you, since you are writing exams, I didn't want you to disturb you. They explained to me what happened. And I walked over to where she was. And prayed like a normal Christian. You know how a normal Christian prays? With power. Father, in the name of Jesus. Her life will not go. She will live and not die. The sickness goes. I decreed like I knew how to decree. And I ended by saying, this night she is well. And I went on. I'm telling you, before God, before the Holy Ghost, that night, more than one month of lying down from hospital, back home, on the floor, that night she made my dinner. Brought up, healed, I ate from her hand that night. Never saw the chronic bronchitis till her life ended. Why? Because there was a power bigger than it. I told you, when my mom said they looked that uh, uh, there were growths on her breast, they found three. In fact, yesterday somebody testified in one of our locations, two growths on the breast and water that was leaking out and all is it three? And water that was looking while we are speaking, the thing disappeared. Can you give the Lord a beautiful clap offering in one of the locations? Now, I visited her. She told me, I came, I saw her, we greeted, we talked, and I. We ate, and unfortunately, I started coming back without remember to pray about it. I came back to town, and the next time she called me. Come on, are you hearing me? Next time she called me, and he said, they went back, or they can't find it. And I didn't remember to pray. Jehovah wiped it away. Can I talk to you? Lift your hand above your hand. Everywhere you go for from today, things will go without your prayer. I wish I can hear your amen. You demonstrate divinity. I told many of you that are young people here. Those of you that your parents are not serious with God. As you live here from what you are catching tonight. When they have a problem. Don't treat them like papa. He said dad come. Don't call him daddy. Dad come. Kneel down. In that neck, hit him hard. <laughs> Don't lay hands. In the name of Jesus. Even if you are anointed, doesn't push him down. Let the heat push him down. You, you need, is anybody here what I'm talking to him? You need to understand that you are commanded to carry power. Somebody shout power. So I believe that tonight there will be a new Pentecost. Anybody ready for fire now? In the next 15 minutes, anybody ready to fire rise? Somebody shout fire! The Bible said in Acts chapter 2, where Pastor Kanule read, he said, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were gathered in one place and suddenly, how many of you believe in sudden impartation? I see a sudden move of God. I see a sudden move of God. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven. As of a rushing, God will not come quiet to. He will come noisy. And he will come in a hurry. Sound and rushing. 
He will come noisy and you come in a hurry. I want to announce to somebody here tonight, the anointing on your life will be a noisy anointing. It will be a hurry, hurry anointing. Anywhere you go after today, you will be doing things with speed. Between the speed, 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 speed. The noise of the anointing will announce you to your generation. When I hear your amen, take your portion. In Joel chapter 2 verse 28, he says, shall come to pass afterward. I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Brothers and sisters, this is an outpouring dimension of the anointing. Outpour. Somebody say outpouring. Why are you looking for this little, this little light up mine? Why do you want little light? Hello? Are you hearing me? Hear my cup, Lord. Why do, you, why do you come with a cup? Why did you come with a cup? Fill my cup, Lord. Fill my cup. After they fill the cup, what happens next? Another person came with a tank. Another person came with a trailer. Another person came with a basin. You came with a cup. Shame on you. This is not the night of fill my cup. This is the night of being a river. Something is coming out of your inner man. If you hear me, shout yeah. As you are living here tonight, you'll be staggering under the anointing. Drunk with the new wine. When I hear your amen, take your portion. Believe me, after tonight, you will prophesy. You will see visions. You will dream dreams. You say, how do I get it? Number one, seek the person. Seek the person of the Holy Ghost, not the power. The Holy Ghost is a person. Ask him to meet you. Seek his person. Holy Ghost, please jam me here tonight. Can we be friends? Can we at least be on talking terms? Can we grow in intimacy? Do you know relationship grows? Huh? Almost every one of you thinks you know me. But there are people who don't think they know me. They know they know me. There are people who know me to my house. You didn't hear me. Can I talk to somebody here today? Now, your intimacy with somebody determines what you can say categorically clear about the person. Is that true? There are things you can say about somebody and you are 100% accurate. Why? Because you know the person. Don't be one of the Christians who collected the gift from the Holy Ghost. Ask him to introduce himself to you. One of the ways to know Christians who don't have the relationship with the Holy Ghost is in their decision making. They make decisions and nobody guided them. When you watch all the decisions they've taken through life, you wonder if they had a counselor who knows tomorrow, why would this man be making Yeshua's choices? Marital choice zero. Business choice zero. Ministry choice zero. Every decision they make puts them in a mess. You know that this person doesn't know the Holy Ghost. He knows tongues, but he doesn't know the Holy Ghost. I want to ask you to ask him. Introduce yourself to me. Just ask him tonight. Don't, don't be shy to ask. Come on, are you hearing me? Don't be shy. I told you. It was an Anglican priest 
that taught me. Not a Pentecostal, an Anglican priest, Peter Lawrence, that taught me. He said, just lift your hand and just know that he is there and say, welcome Holy Spirit. Can we just talk? And expect him to show up. And brothers and sisters, I did it the first time and he showed up. Suddenly I knew he can show. And I began to practice the presence of God. And gradually, and gradually, and gradually, and gradually, destiny began to change. I'm looking at somebody here today. Right in this service, somebody walk up to you and embrace you. An invisible friend. I can't hear your amen. You don't know what it means for the Holy Ghost to comfort a person. For your heart to be so weary. For you to be so wounded. If you sit in my position and see the things that happen. And the pressures that come in ministry. And the attacks of the enemy. You know what it means for, for the devil to try to embarrass you. And you know what it means to kneel down and you are crying and say, God, how can this happen? And the hand touches your shoulder and says, son, don't worry. You don't understand the comfort of the spirit. When you see a man that looks bold, it's not bold face, is that there is somebody who is a friend and a comforter. You, are for, you can be so emotionally bankrupt. And by the time you step out, there's this, there's this audacity. As if something sealed your heart. Why? The man who knows the answer in the beginning has spoken. Pain dies. Not because you didn't feel anything. But because they said, God, brothers and sisters, the rich also cry. Big and small people go through wounds, go through pain, go through attacks, go through challenges. There are some times, even as a great man of God, you get up, you are bewildered. Everywhere you turn, it's as if, God, what is this? And a hand comes on you. He said, calm down. I've not left heaven. Calm down. There's still a future. Calm down. There is still hope. That's what you, you need a personal friend. You need a personal friend. Can I talk to you? That will help you endure marriage. That will help you endure assault in the office. That will help you endure political caricature. That will help you endure financial pressure. When a hand is on your shoulder and tell you there's a future. There is still hope for a tree. Even if it was cut down, that it will rise again. Can I talk to a human being here? Do you know the comfort of the spirit? How can you commit suicide when there's somebody comforting you? Seek the person. Number two, sanctify the temple. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. You want him to settle down? Sanctify means to separate. Set apart. Hand over your life to him. Tell him, Holy Ghost, please. I know you have many houses to go to, but please, let this one be your special house. Holy Ghost, I beg you. I beg you. Own this house. Own this house. Own this house. A man can have five cars, but there's one he likes to drive. Own this house. And it may not be the biggest car. It may not be the biggest car. I naturally don't like four-wheel drives. Naturally. The only reason I stay in a four-wheel drive is because of the bad roads in Nigeria. Naturally. 
Because four-wheel drives are built in such a way that the only good seats are the driver's seats. Many of you have them. You know what I'm talking about. That's how they're built. So you sit at the back. You are the owner of the car. The driver's seat is better than your own. So I like the one that I can sit at the back and be the guy. And that's supposed to be a sedan. But you can have four four-wheel drives, two four-wheel drives, three four-wheel drives, and has one small car there. And that's the one your heart goes after. The Holy Ghost doesn't need to have the silver vessel or the golden vessel. He likes to habit earthen vessels. If you submit yourself to him, no matter how rickety you are, he can manage you. Paul said, we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the wisdom and of the power may be of him. Submit your vessel. Stop looking at people who are shining more than you. Golden vessels don't matter. The education is not the issue. Give him your normal purse. Just, just clean yourself and hand over. Can I talk to you? Can I talk to you? There are many better preachers. I never envy them. I don't care. When they preach, I celebrate them. When they do all their charismatic things, I celebrate them. All I know is that I've donated my life. I don't have to be the best, but he owns me. I can say he owns me with boldness. So I expect him to use me. Lift up your hand and say, Holy Ghost. Own me today. Use me today. Can I hear your amen? The third thing, speak his language. Speak his language. The Bible said in Acts chapter 2 verse 4, he said they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as he gave them utterance. As you rise here tonight, speak in other tongues. Somebody say other tongues. Can I hear you say other tongues? If you heard me, say yes. Everybody here, everybody here, inside, outside, hear me. He didn't say the Holy Ghost spoke in them. He said they spoke. Somebody say, I will speak. Can I say, I will speak? Or oh, God, businessman, professor, hear me. Hear me now. Holy Ghost will take your mouth and speak. Now you go speak. He will give you utterance. Now you go speak. So don't stand there like a tree. Watching others talking in other tongues. And say, well, let, if he wants, let him take my tongue now. He will give you utterance. As we begin to pray. You lift your hand, you talk to God. You say, Father, thank you. Jesus, you are the baptizer in the Holy Ghost. I receive you now. Baptize me. The moment you finish, now open your mouth. Whatever language comes out, speak it. It is an act of faith. The moment you take the first step, the Holy Ghost takes over. If you don't take that first step, you will die in church without speaking in tongues. Speak his language. And then finally, step into the river. In Ezekiel chapter 47, he said there was a river. When the river came out, it got to my ankle when I stepped in. I entered the second time, it got to my knee. I entered the third time, it got to my waist. I entered again. It was a river that is too big to swim. Brothers and sisters, there are some of you that have been speaking in tongues. Makatoko. Bragada, bragada. Ashatatatata. Kepehe, kepehe. For the last five years, the one that bothers me is the one that says, Kurima, Kurima, Kurima. <laughs> five years, all your tongue is Kurima, Kurima, Kurima. You need to 
Rima. Shasha. You know, can you imagine a whole adult man? All his tongue You be tata. Enter. Tell your neighbor, enter the river. Tell her, enter the river. When you enter the river, eyes open. When you enter, ears open. When you enter the river, signs and wonders begin. When you enter the river, prophecies begin to come out. When you enter the river, gifts of healing, gifts of working of miracles. Enter the river. As we begin to pray now, allow him to swallow you. You'll be surprised. Where you are standing here now, you can begin to see visions. You can begin to hear things that others can't hear. You will be here now, you'll be seeing angels. Strange things. Why? You enter the river. Believe me, spirit realm is real. Don't be one of, you see when we say pray now, you'll stand there as if your education matters in the spiritual world. Is I'm a PhD holder. So what? PhD means post digger. Can we go on? What has that got to do where we're going to? You can go ahead and go and dig a post or plant a, a electric pole. Who cares? Let, let's get into the anointing. Can I talk to somebody here today? He said, I don't understand. That is going on. There is something going on here. I want you to get so anointed. The way you shake your neighbor's hand. You know, you know, you know, one day, is, is anybody hearing? True story. One day, I was leading in the Holy Ghost baptism. And I said, people should hold their hands together. And in the middle here, one person hold her hands with people across. And everybody around her went down. I said, that is, that is what it should be like. She just had the hands. Everybody was going. I said, wow, there's an anointing flowing here. There's something. You know, you, when you're on the pulpit, there's some things you see, you don't talk. <laughs> but I said, I was enjoying, I was enjoying seeing all the people shaking around her. I said, this, this, there's something flowing here. You will be the person that as you just touch your neighbor, he will just go on time. Can I hear your amen? Jump on your feet and shout fire. Lift your hand and say, Holy Spirit, fear me tonight with power. Lift your hand above your head and just worship him. Lift your two hands and shall Holy Spirit. I came here tonight to meet with you. I refuse to go without having a real encounter with your person. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus, who sent you? Holy Spirit, introduce yourself to me tonight. Holy Spirit, introduce yourself to me tonight.